It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan on 970-97.1 FM. Connor Mills of the mic, taking up until 6.30 today on this 19th day of May. 6.06 on the clock and 61 degrees, mostly cloudy outside here in Athens, Ohio. Rain has been on, rain has been off, but this is the sports fan. It's on. Uh, presented by JK Contracting. Phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. And as the days go by, it seems like, well, there are more things getting cut. It's unfortunate news, but news regardless. Today's big news coming out of the Mid-American Conference is that Central Michigan has cut uh, their men's indoor track and field and their men's outdoor track and field. That now places them at five uh, men's teams and 16 uh, athletic teams overall for Central Michigan. 16 keeps them within D1. However, with only five men's teams, uh, they will only uh, they they will not be able to be in uh, the FBS uh, subdivision. So their football team, while it still may be Division One football team, they will no longer be bowl eligible. Uh, so they are figuring out uh, how to uh, be eligible come this fall because they had to make a decision, and the decision that they made is trying to save them $629,798. Short-term savings would be $300,000 right now, but Central Michigan, again, five men's teams, one below the NCAA Division I requirement. Uh, The athletic director, Michael Alford, has been working with the NCAA on a temporary waiver and expects an answer soon, perhaps maybe even tomorrow. Uh, if the NCA does not approve the waiver, Alford said uh, that he has a fallback plan but did not elaborate. So call in, talk a little bit about the Mer- Mid-American Conference, 740-592-6646. Flying solo today uh, on the sports fan. But with all these changes, want to get uh, your thoughts and uh, you know, really what's been, what's been uh, going on right now. And for Central Michigan, it is big news because you, you don't really expect a team they're still in the Mid-American Conference for football. That has not changed. Uh, but, again, they're not uh, Division One with their five men's teams. They would be you know, at 16, which is the, the lowest that they can be for Division One. but they're not going to be bowl eligible. Uh, they're not going to be in the FBS uh, unless something changes between now and the beginning of the season. And it seems that uh, Central Michigan's athletic director, Michael Alford, is uh, saying that they will be eligible come the fall, especially if this waiver comes through. But if a waiver comes through for Central Michigan, then what does it mean for the rest of the group of five schools? And speaking about the group of five and, and everything uh, that has been going on, uh, so far, this is what has been uh, Division One sports cut. And I, I found this Jason Bryant online. Uh, you, you can Google him, Google the website. He's been doing a, a nice job tracking uh, different sports that have been cut at the Division One, Two, Three, NAIA, uh, any collegiate level. Uh, he has tracked down and he has uh, compiled this list. There you can see what has been cut, where it's been cut. Uh, but in Division One right now, and there's no uh, Big Ten, there's no Power Five schools that have cut any of their sports yet. Uh, but this is what it looks like. Bowling Green has cut baseball. Furman 
has cut baseball. Akron with cross country and golf. Uh, again, Mid-American School in, in Akron. Uh, so cross country and golf are gone for them. Florida International and Conference USA, they have eliminated their indoor track and field team. Central Michigan have eliminated their indoor track and field team. Uh, Furman again uh, eliminated lacrosse. Central Michigan outdoor track and field. That's the news coming out of today. Cincinnati with soccer. Uh, Green Bay with tennis. Uh, Green Bay and then the uh, Horizon League uh, with men's tennis, women's tennis, uh, Akron with women's tennis, and Old Dominion out of Conference USA. Even though they are Conference USA in, in a lot of sports, they are not Conference USA in wrestling. Uh, they would be uh, Mid-American Conference in wrestling, and Old Dominion did eliminate that. That was one of the first sports really to go uh, for uh, Old Dominion. That was one of the first you know, dominoes to fall as the rest of the uh, rest of the nation try to figure out how to balance a budget and how to keep sports alive really during this time. Uh, so it is a, a difficult time, but again, you know, Bowling Green, Furman, Akron, Florida International, Central Michigan, Cincinnati, Green Bay, and Old Dominion uh, having to make tough cuts, tough calls. And so far, well, it is a, a very tough decision to try to find out what you do. Uh, how do you balance a budget and you know able to stay afloat as an athletic program or as a university, especially when all these cuts are being made. And again, this is an addition to, back to the Mid-American Conference, it's an addition to uh, what they have already tried to implement. Uh, but the Mid-American Conference uh, with football teams, they, they end the practice of home teams staying in hotels the night before games. Uh, they have also uh, eliminated a lot of Mid-American Conference postseason tournaments, including baseball. And I believe softball was on the list. I don't have the information in front of me right now. Uh, but they did eliminate a lot of uh, postseason tournaments. You know, that, that's coming from a league. That's coming from the Mid-American Conference. So it is a very difficult time right now as the pay cuts start to come. But I guess if you look on the bright side, you know, we're opening up again. We're, we're trying to figure out how things can open up, how things can get better. And... It's a slow process. I, I think the, the quicker we get open and the safest way that we get open is obviously the best. Uh, but it, it, it's tough, and that's where uh, the report lies there with the Vision One programs and where the Mid-American Conference stands right now. For Ohio, though, you know, we're at the bare minimum of 16. You know, Ohio University does not have any sports to cut. You know, Bowling Green and uh, Akron. And Central Michigan, they still had a couple of sports where they could try to trim it down to get to 16 or the minimum. They're, they're either at 16 or 17 right now. And, you know, by doing that, they're, they're okay. They, they cut a couple programs, which is unfortunate, uh, but they still keep the Division One eligibility for Ohio. Now, I've been saying it for the past week or so about now, uh, but Ohio you know, does not have that flexibility to cut a sport to try to save money. So it's really going to be, you know, how good is Truly Cromer in, you know, trying to balance the budget? I think so far, so good. You know, I think Julie's done a, a, a good job so far. I know there's been a lot of furloughs and a lot of people let go from Ohio University, which is always unfortunate. Um, but but it, tough decisions need to be made. And I think, uh, you know, with, with Julie being in her first year as the athletic director at Ohio University, I, I think that she's doing uh, as good a job as anybody could do uh, in a situation where she's in. And, you know, she can't really get too creative. She'll have to get more creative, but she can't get creative with cutting a sport because she can't cut a sport right now without, you know, eliminating it. And then when you do that, 
Uh, you, of course, you wouldn't get, you know, even though Ohio's not in uh, the, the football championship game, you know, Division I sports get money from those championship games. Like Ohio University and a lot of colleges in D1 who have basketball lost out on a lot of money because of the NCAA tournament and March Madness not happening. You know, so if you're at least at that D1 level, you still get money coming your way just for being at that level. Uh, so it's not a simple solution as, all right, well, it doesn't matter if we go down to D2 because you know, at least we save money here. Well, if we go down, there might be even more loss of money, especially in the short term. Uh, so it's a very difficult position that you know, Julie and other athletic directors find themselves uh, in right now because it is a very tough and, as it's been said over and over and over again, it's an unprecedented time. Uh, you know, it's where it has been used unprecedentedly, right? So it's it's very uh, difficult time, difficult uh, to make decisions, not just in the sports world. And of course, we know it's very difficult, uh, you know, in all aspects. Uh, but uh, that's that's what uh, that's what it is right now. That's that's where it's going to be. We got some other news coming out of the NFL. We'll get into that after a short break. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Integrated Services for Behavioral Health is the preeminent behavioral health organization in Southeast Ohio. It's an organization of over 300 like-minded individuals that provide services to some of the most vulnerable populations, believing in the resiliency of the individual. If you provide good services, if you care about the individual and you value communities, you know, the opportunities are endless. A 12-ounce soda, bag of chips, and three candy bars. Uh, beef jerky, some peanuts, and uh, Diet Coke. At Stop and Cop drive Through, we don't necessarily agree with your nutritional choices, but we'll serve you in seconds, any time of day. Before work, during lunch, after the game, or any time. Buzz through Stop and Cop drive Through on Richland Avenue. Home of the coldest beer in Athens. Hello. I'm Ohio First Lady Fran DeWine. It's really difficult adjusting to a new normal in Ohio, but please keep staying home if you can, and keep wearing a mask if you must go out for something essential. Small acts can and do make a difference. Thank you for what you are doing each and every day, taking care of each other. We're in this together, Ohio. Furnished by Governor Mike DeWine in the OAB. Hi, this is Patty Mitchell inviting you to Passionworks Studios' spectacular drive-by Parade in Place event Sunday, May 31st. From 1 to 3, just drive by the beautiful Zenner House on Utah Place over on the east side of Athens and enjoy dancing giant Honey for the Heart puppets, Power 105's Jambulance, balloons, pop-up store treats, and other spectacles of delight, all from the safety of your car. Come celebrate the kickoff of Passionworks Endowment and fundraising extravaganza. May 31st, 1 to 3. Live and local, the sports fan on 970 WATH. <laughs> 
It's the Sports Fan on 970, 97.1 WATH. Most of the mic taking up until 6.30 today. Call in for that thing you got. 740-592-6646. Phone lines are always open. And, you know, it's easy. NFL's trying to uh, make a couple changes, and uh, their changes are designed to enhance opportunities for minors to get, uh, minorities to get executive head coaching and coordinator positions uh, they were passed by NFL owners. The changes include amendments uh, to the Rooney Rule, which has fallen short of its goal in increasing diversity. All clubs will now be required to interview at least two minority candidates from outside the organization for head coach vacancies, at least one minority candidate for any of the three coordinator vacancies, and at least one external uh, one external minority candidate for senior football operations or general manager positions. The 32 team owners held a conference call to replace their annual spring meeting a plan to reward clubs that hire minorities as head coaches or general managers with improved draft pick positioning was tabled uh, so it was reported that uh, earlier on in the week when uh, the Rooney rule changes were, were being implemented before they were approved uh, today that if, if you hired uh, a person who was a minority in a, an executive position, whether it be a head coach or a general manager or an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, what have you, uh, it was uh, reported out there that you know, the team would then jump uh, six six spots, or they jump up in the draft order somewhere in that third round, which got a lot of pushback from people, and so that right now has been tabled. So it, it is not. Uh, a part of the changes that have been made currently. And again, the, the changes are uh, you know, to have clubs required to interview at least two minority candidates. And I believe also, uh, in addition to, to what was reported, that the offensive coordinators are not going to be held or defensive coordinators uh, can no longer be protected by the teams. Uh, so if the teams you know, have uh, a coordinator that, let's say, the Bengals are interested in hiring a new offensive coordinator, uh, they, they could go out and interview any one of the 32 teams or 31 teams uh, coordinators and, and not have to worry about that being blocked. I did see that report somewhere today. Uh, so I, I believe uh, that that, in addition to those changes in the Rooney rule that I just said, uh, should be uh, implemented uh Going back to the Mid-American Conference just for a quick second, uh, I saw Eastern Michigan football and basketball coaches are going to be taking a 7% cut in the as the athletic department tries to deal with the budget, uh, of course, because of the pandemic. Athletic Director Scott Witherby announced the salary reductions, which will also apply to him and school president James Smith. Football coach Chris Creighton, men's basketball coach Rob Murphy, and women's basketball coach Fred Castro will be affected by the 7% cuts. Uh, Eastern Michigan also says approximately 70 coaches and staff will participate in the work share program offered through the Michigan Unemployment Insurance Agency. They have their work hours reduced by 40%. School says work share program allows Eastern Michigan to reduce uh, hours while allowing employees to obtain unemployment benefits. So again, another change coming out of the Mid-American Conference, and that one was with uh, Eastern Michigan, and if you remember, not too long ago, Eastern Michigan, back in 2018, eliminated four sports. It was men's swimming and diving, it was wrestling, it was women's tennis, and uh, softball all eliminated. Now, uh, after a lengthy court battle, the tennis team was reinstated, 
and then they tried to fight because it was Title IX uh, violation by Eastern Michigan to eliminate uh, those, those two women's sports. And they eliminated softball, but they were replacing it with, I believe, women's lacrosse. So it is, uh, again, Eastern Michigan trying to balance the budget, even though you know, they, they tried to balance the budget two years ago, back in 2018, by eliminating sports. That was not even, it was two years before the, this pandemic even hit. Uh, so Eastern Michigan still trying to, to figure out uh, how to make ends meet. Of course, it's a difficult time, as it is for everyone. Uh, but still, you know, they, they, uh, that's coming out of Eastern Michigan and the Mid-American Conference. The other thing that I saw today, uh, sent to me by Trevor Stevens, Canada, and the U.S. border will be closed. And that uh, closure is extended until June 21st. Uh, the Canadian... Uh, Canada and U.S. border remain closed to all non-essential travel for another month uh, to fight the spread of the coronavirus. Now, that does impact the NBA. It impacts the MLB and Major League Soccer and also a couple of uh, summer collegiate baseball teams. Now, I know a couple, I think the uh, Great Lakes Summer Collegiate League is expecting to make an announcement sometime tomorrow. Not sure what the announcement is. I know they planned on playing, and especially since everything seems to be opening up in Ohio between the 26th and 31st for non-contact sports. Uh, I think that summer collegiate baseball could have a shot, uh, but when you're talking about the professional teams, the NBA, the MLB, MLS, NHL, uh, it is a, a difficult situation now because you're talking about two different countries trying to work together to bring back sports, and when the border is closed, you know, that for baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays, or for the NBA, uh, the Toronto Raptors, and it, it's a, uh, a difficult situation to try to navigate and bring back. Now, I wonder if the Blue Jays could stay maybe in Florida or maybe they could go to Arizona or uh, maybe they're just a road team for the 2020 season or whatever the 2020 season looks like. It could be 82 teams if they're planning on starting back on July 4th or it could be uh, 42 games or however many games that the MLB plans to play uh because you know, they're still in the negotiations to bring back uh, baseball and start that back up again. NBA still has been on that hiatus, suspended since uh, March 11th, I believe. And then you know, NHL is still trying to work their way towards a postseason tournament. So it, it is a, a tricky situation now because uh, while the United States is opening back up, they're trying to get things going again. Uh, in professional sports, when you're talking about two different countries, you got to be able to travel and travel easily between the two, which it seems like would not be the case until June 21st, and then we have to see if that extension gets extended more, uh, which then could complicate other things. Uh, so it would be, it's tricky. It'd have to be, I think, coming from the White House uh, to try to figure out if sports can travel between the two countries uh, if that would be deemed essential or not. Because uh, then you, know, you have people going up to Canada and then people from Canada coming back down to the United States. And then the whole reason with the social distancing was to reduce the travel, you know, reduce the spread of this and how you reduce it. You don't stand next to somebody. That's why you got the six feet uh, in place. You, know, you got to stand six feet away from each other or you know, the uh, stay-at-home order or now the uh, stay-safe or stay at home safe, or how, however it's worded. Uh, but it, it's going to be a uh, tricky situation to figure out how MLB 
and the NBA and uh, MLS, Major League Soccer, all figure out how to restart their programs while uh, dealing with that closure at the border, which I thought was pretty... Uh, it, it throws a little bit of a curveball to, to this reopening thing and kind of slows down at least sports, live sports uh, within Canada, uh, especially for MLB, again, NBA, and Major League Soccer. The other news, uh, NBA sports, the 2020 Triple Crown schedule is set. Uh, Belmont Stakes will be on June 20th. Kentucky Derby is on September 5th. And the Preakness is happening on October 3rd. So if you're into horse racing, Triple Crown again, Belmont, June 20th, Kentucky Derby on the September 5th, and the Preakness on October the 3rd. Uh, so that would be something that you could look forward to, something uh, live sports opening back up again, which is always great. Uh, and then the uh, National Federation of High Schools, the NFHS, is working with uh, high schools across the nation right now and uh, trying to figure out how to reopen the high schools for sports, trying to figure out how to really reopen and, and get high schools and, and other affiliates back up and going again, at least for you know, non-academic things, but for uh, athletics. So it's uh, in the starts, and they will be trying to, again, work with each other, work from state to state to bring back uh, a couple sports leagues. So on Facebook, uh, Troy was talking about it on Facebook the other day uh, with the uh, Legion, American Legion Baseball. Uh, hopefully Athens is able to get that back. I haven't heard any news about that just yet. Uh, but it would be a good sign to see uh, if American Legion Baseball could be back here in Athens over the summer. I heard it was canceled. And now hopefully uh, with the 26th date that people are, are projecting for baseball to come back on in the state of Ohio, uh, with that, it would be good to see uh, baseball back up, especially for the high school kids. I know Athens had planned for a, a nice season. Uh, they were set up and it was disappointing that they weren't able to play their season. But uh, if, if they're able to play together uh, in the off season, if they're able to play on American Legion uh, baseball, that'll be fun to see. And uh, hopefully, we will be able to go out and maybe even see a couple games. I think we'll see uh, American Legion baseball before we would see MLB or before really anything. So let's let's hope, keep our fingers crossed, and hope for the best that American Legion baseball and and other high school sports or off-season sports are able to start back up again as well. Well, that about does it for the sports fan here on 970 and 97.1 FM. Appreciate you listening in to the program. We will not have the sports fan tomorrow as it will be the Reds' hot stove. We'll be the Cowboy and Tommy Thrall. It'll be Tommy Thrall and Jim Day. Jim Day hosting the hot stove league show tomorrow, May 20th, and Derek Dietrich. Uh, will be the guest. So that's from 6 to 7 tomorrow. No sports fan tomorrow. Back at it again, 6.06 on Thursday. I'm Connor Mills signing off. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you Thursday.